I see it going. What's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. It is Wednesday, June 24th, 2020. Keep it down, y'all. <laughs> Thank you. So, let's get on with the show. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. And it is, we're approaching, fast approaching the end of June. Get ready for an interesting show. Listen to some of this mess right now. Trump had that very awkward photo op where he held up a Bible. Yes. In, in a kind of Upside mechanical down. way. Yes. And a, a reporter asked him, is that your Bible? And he said, it's a Bible. Yes. This and is a Bible. Yes. It was just the whole thing was super awkward. And a lot of people are pointing this as like a jump the shark moment for the Trump presidency, perhaps. But mm -hmm. uh, what I kind of came away from was the clear, the clear way he was using the Bible as a political token or yeah. Senator Ben Sass just called it a political prop. And it is yeah. evident that Trump didn't really care what the Bible says. He just cares about its presence as a signifier or a symbol to his base that, you know, whatever. Is, it, is, kinda, that, is that like the uh, virtue signaling from yeah. if you're an arch conservative <laughs> president? I think so. Okay. Although exactly, we've Nick. had conservative and liberal presidents in the past who have used the Bible, but they've used yeah. it in a more substantive way whether it's reading a passage or citing it or praying in a moment of, of uh, national crisis or whatever. So this is not a liberal progressive <laughs> conservative thing. It's a Trump compared to every right. other president we've ever had right. thing. Right. So anyway, based on that kind of staged performance, I talked about how for a lot of Christians in America, that's very much how they view the Bible. They don't really spend much time worrying about what it says or what it commands. They're more worried about using it just as a symbol, as a, a political vessel for their belief system. And I talked about my own experience of, of seeing that within the church around the country and the way Christians will sometimes go to great lengths to dismiss various commands of the Bible as irrelevant or, or impossible, particularly the Sermon on the Mount, which is what my don't worry. book is about. And then I juxtapose that with the data that's come out about African-Americans and <laughs> Listen to the this. way they view the Bible. So there was a Pew study that came out in 2014, and then it was confirmed by a LifeWay study in 2018 that shows African-Americans are far more likely than other Americans to read their Bible. They're twice as likely as white Americans to see it as God's authoritative word, and they're more likely to actually hold to biblical ethics than white <laughs> Christians are. And that's the tradition that George Floyd came out of and, and had an a important experience of conversion with, with Christianity. He obviously had a very checkered past and various um, <laughs> run-ins with law enforcement and criminality. But for the last number of years of his life, while he lived in Houston, he was very involved in, in church ministry and reaching out to the streets of connecting churches to the to kids on the street. He had a basketball outreach program. He took his Bible everywhere he went. Um, and so just looking at the African-American posture towards scripture versus a lot of the rest of Americans' attitude towards scripture, you see this strong gap. And my argument was basically American Christians right now are facing a decision between viewing the Bible the way Donald Trump does as an empty totem or the way the African-American church does and George Floyd, which is a book that is actually the word of God that we are called to try to follow to bring justice and peace and transformation to ourselves and our communities. Oh, 
So, what's up, guys? I hope you guys were able to follow that interesting little clip there. Long clip, actually. That I got from... No drop so far, by the way. Excellent. Nice work, Joel. <laughs> I don't... We still don't know why it's dropping. Even in uh, when he clicks the thing to make it priority. Crazy. But anyways, what you just heard, that guy droning on, about the Bible and Trump not taking the Bible seriously, according to him. And African Americans taking the Bible seriously, which is a laugh. Um, that was from a podcast. Something called the Holy Post Podcast. And that was put out by a man named Phil Vischer. It was the guy on the left, his face is all big, kind of off the screen. And he was talking with his co podcast co-host named Sky, S-K-Y-E, Jethani. He was the bald guy who was ta talking the most about the Bible. He referenced an article that he wrote in USA Today with the headline, Donald Trump's Bible or George Floyd's. And I have this, Sky, Jethani, Trump, Bible, something like that. Um... Donald Trump's Bible or George Floyd's, that's the choice facing Americans, America's Christians. And he's not like a regular contributor to USA Today, but he submitted it and they put it up. And he claims that Donald Trump, or they claim, right? Donald Trump sees the Bible as a political prop. For George Floyd, it was a path to peace, justice, and healing. America needs that now more than ever. Very deceptive statements. And that's by Sky Jathani, June 14th, 2020. And he's co-host of this Holy Host podcast. He's also the former editor, a former executive editor. This is not just some schmuck like I talked about yesterday. <laughs> I was telling you guys about, uh, you know, a little lady who was posting videos on YouTube. This guy is former executive editor of Christianity Today, which is like a major so-called Christian outlet. Liberal Christian outlet, by the way. One of their guys, one of their writers, writers called for Trump's impeachment Christianity today. Am I right? I think so. And more recently, another one of their major editor guys, maybe the CEO, called for white churches to give blacks reparations. They, he called it Zac, uh, Zacchaeus Fund or something silly like that. I talked about that last week or two weeks ago, whatever. And Sky Jathani is also officer of What If Jesus Was Serious? So that was a clip from Phil Vischer's YouTube channel, V-I-S-C-H-E-R. And Phil Vischer is, some of you guys may be familiar with this if you're Christians or you were raised Christian or whatever. He was the creator of Veggie Tales, the Christian computer animated kind of cartoon for kids about, you know, Bible lessons and stuff with um, Bob the Tomato, Larry the Cucumber, and all that fun stuff. And now he has a podcast. And he also put out a video, this Phil Vischer guy put out a video talking about race in America. And um, 
it was ridiculous because he's talking about driving while black. He cites that stuff. And this, uh, he talked about redlining and mass incarceration. He just rattles off all this stuff. And he's doing all of this r- rattling off of history and cherry picked facts, right? In order to justify black anger and riots. Well, not really justify the riots, but black anger and protests and their, oh, their reaction to this George Floyd killing and all this madness, right? He didn't mention George Floyd, but he did mention Philando Castile and didn't really mention um, facts about the case that would give more context that would make you a little bit more understanding of the situation. But anyways, he um, referenced, this Phil Vischer guy referenced... Michelle Alexander, who's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show years back after she first came out with her The New Jim Crow Mass Incarceration in the Age of Colorblindness, right? Oh, everything's going well? Why why am I seeing twos? I didn't ask for any ones or twos. But anyways. uh, And he cites that stats like that, but not one mention of family, morality, um, fathers, yeah, he mentioned fathers in the sense that, oh, like one in nine black men get incarcerated or something like that at some point, or, <laughs> I don't know, but basically blaming the fatherlessness problem in America. Oh, press one if you saw Veggie Tales. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Made me nervous. Um, blaming the fatherlessness problem on us putting the blacks in jails and prisons, right? As if it's our fault that they're committing crimes. And then he talks about the disparities. Oh, that whites and blacks use drugs at equal amounts. Allegedly, right? I don't believe that. I do not believe that. Purport, equal proportions? Maybe it's starting to become more and more now. But, you know, this is all based... I think it's based on a survey. I don't really know. But I, I question that claim, right? That b- whites and blacks use use drugs at a same at the same rate. I very much question that claim. But b- regardless, the black crime from young people on up is way out of proportion. Wildly out of proportion. And he te- seems to this Phil Vischer guy seems to blame the crime on so-called poverty. Oh, we didn't treat them right. We didn't give them the GI bill, home home loans and Stuff like that. We had redlining because we wanted to, you know, they wanted to separate the races. There were incompatible cultures and stuff like that. We had vagrancy laws and, you know, when people were homeless or didn't have a job, it was illegal to not have a job back in the day, in the good old days. (laughs) And so you would get captured if you didn't have a job, you were a vagrant. You would get captured, put in prison, and then have to go out and work on the, you know, on the plantations. And in some cases, that was worse than slavery because um, they weren't treated well because they didn't have to, the, the business owners didn't have to keep them long term, which may be true, who knows. But all of that is just telling a small section just to make the blacks look as much victim, as much like victims as possible. And no scrutiny on the blacks, no saying this anger is wrong. This hatred of white people, which is totally unacknowledged by these guys, both of these guys, is ridiculous. And then, so, it brought me to this 
this podcast in which I see this guy, Sky Jathani, talking about Trump doesn't care about the Bible. He doesn't live it. He's, it's just a stage performance, and he references the most ridiculous never-Trumper, Ben Sass, who is not a respectable person. Um, and he just jumps to conclusions about Trump's heart. He doesn't know Trump's heart, but he's acting like, oh, he's just using it as a political prop. No, Trump really respects America. He respects Christians. And him holding a Bible in front of a church where atheists just the night before had set it on fire, atheistic communists. And these blacks, they don't believe in God. That's so phony. Oh, my gosh. He referenced this, this, the data, right? And basically, you're just asking questions. Like, if this is a survey. Joel, what do you think of the Bible? I think it's the word of God. <laughs> but then Joel's having sex out of wedlock. and This is before, right? He's having sex out of wedlock and not doing too much drugs. You know, because he's trying to be fit and all this stuff. But it didn't mean he was a Christian really taking Christianity seriously. And they also call it something that it's not. The word of God. That's a catchphrase. The Bible never calls itself that. And so they're believing something that's not true. And they're um, acting like just because the blacks say that they believe in, in uh, the Bible, it doesn't, they're acting like that makes them serious about the Bible. They treat the Bible more seriously. No, it does not mean that. Because if you look at the black morality, you look at the fruits, the blacks are morally out of control. They're hating whites. They believe in the racism thing. They believe in race over Christianity. They believe in um, having the babies out of wedlock, having sex out of wedlock. They don't even know that you're not... They have this excuse, I'm human. <laughs> Meanwhile, I think for generations, like there, were, there was actually in the culture not to have sex out of wedlock. And they actually, some, if not most, actually practiced not having sex out of wedlock. And then they, you know, they started, I guess, giving into that and giving enough and just becoming more immoral. <laughs> Joel was like, I will not be used as an example of evil. I just picked a name. <laughs> but anyways, and then I started to try to fit into his life. <laughs> but the point is, Trump is like real and these guys are so phony. And um, the black so-called Christians are phony. Look at their funerals for these people. Yesterday was a funeral for Rayshard Brooks at Ebenezer Baptist Church, right? I told you guys about it in Hake News at the top of the, the end of the first hour yesterday. And then I will get to your calls, 888-775-3773. And I appreciate you guys hanging on, too. But, um... Ebenezer Baptist Church where MLK was like the second pastor or something like that, right? And MLK, MLK is Martin Luther King Jr., right? Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., you, who, um, you know, is accused of being a communist. I don't know about that, but um, his movement is definitely used and exploited by the commies to destroy America. <laughs> um... And his daughter, MLK's daughter, um, what's her name? Bernice King. She spoke at Rayshard 
Brooks's funeral. And Rayshard Brooks, I will remind you, is the guy who was knocked out cold, sleep, asleep in the uh, Wendy's parking lot in Atlanta, Georgia, a couple of Fridays ago, two or three or four Fridays ago, probably three is my guess. But I don't know. And the a black woman called the cops on him. Oh, he's oh he black. <laughs> she said. You heard, you may have heard that on the Jason Lee Peterson show. And you know he had he had been drinking or something. About to be arrested for DUI. Forty five minutes later, forty two minutes later, and he resists arrest, breaks away, and grabs the cops' um, taser, runs away. Points the taser back at the cop, fires, and he was not 18 feet at the point that he was firing, by the way. They, you know, they said, I don't know, at what point, you know, the, the cop shot at him, right? But the cop shot at him. No, it didn't look like he was 18 feet away. <laughs> I'm referencing one of the quote-unquote facts cited by the district attorney. Fulton County, I think, district attorney, a black guy. Paul Howard, I think was his name, or is his name, who's doing a very political prosecution of the two white cops who took down this guy, this criminal. Violent criminal, by the way. And um, so they had a funeral for him yesterday. Richard Brooks, a father to two or three daughters, a stepfather to one. And a husband to this wild woman. And I heard some rumor about, um, a, that I don't want to repeat, but anyways, I heard some rumors. There's all kinds of crazy stuff going on with the riots. They burned down that Wendy's like crazy, or I don't know if they burned it down, but they set it on fire. And it was a crazy fire. Wendy's. Ridiculous. And they're having a big funeral for this guy. They had multiple funerals or memorial services for this for this guy, uh, George Floyd, who supposedly was trying to turn his life around, you know, I believe a lot of people try to turn their life around, maybe even varying degrees of success. But somehow he had fentanyl and meth in his system. You know, people don't don't have good self-control. They, you know, you get those drugs are mighty tempting once you start to take them, right? There was a guy who, um, in church with Jesse Lee Peterson just this past Sunday, talked about, oh, I had sex, and now I can't resist it anymore. You know, I can stop for eight, eight months, but then I had it again. And, oh. and then Jesse's like, don't judge yourself. And he tells you, like, how to get over it. But the point is, like, people were not as holy as they're pretending. And this guy allegedly resisted arrest, George Floyd. And got the knee on the neck for, you know, eight and a half minutes or whatever. And people are overreacting to it and acting like this is a systemic problem. This is racism. No, no evidence of racism. Period. And they're just tearing down statues and monuments and all this madness. And these dumb intellectuals are justifying the black anger being exploited by the commies. And, uh, Satan, right? <laughs> They're all like children of Satan, right? Um, and it's... And they're citing a bunch of dumb facts that are so irrelevant that most of the blacks don't even know these facts. 
No, they might reference, oh, redlining, just to, use, to, just to use a buzzword. But they don't know the context. They don't know why these laws were in place. And they don't know that this has any relevance to their life or why they're angry and suffering. It's not why they're angry. I think Jesse Lee Peterson is so... I would love to see Jesse Lee Peterson interview any of these guys, all of them. Because he gets to the root of the issue. It's, like he said, it starts in the home, the anger. And these, these people are uh, so self-righteous about slavery and Jim Crow and stuff that happened in the past. Like, they are so much more morally superior to these people who had slaves. They're taking down Andrew Jackson, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, Jefferson Davis, Albert Pike, Christopher Columbus... They're also attacking Winston Churchill, who's like a guy from England. I don't know much about him. I've heard good things. I've heard bad things. This guy, Robert Mulligan, Cecil Rhodes. I think he's the one from behind Rhodesia, which turned into Zimbabwe and something else, right? Antonio Vieira. Vieira? Vieira? Um, Charles Hamilton. These are a bunch of historical figures that I don't know much about. They're attacking Vice President John C. Calhoun, who I guess served under either John Quincy Adams and or um, Jefferson Davis or something. I don't know. No, not Jefferson Davis. I don't know. Whatever. Right? But he was a vice president from South Carolina. And this city council in Charleston, South Carolina, this is what I'm talking about, the rot of America within. City Council unanimously voted to take down John C. Calhoun's statue because he was pro-slavery. We should take down, we should be, if they had any consistency, they would be uh, going after actual immorality today. Abor- pro-abortion people. Crazy. But no, they're saying Obama Boulevard <laughs> and Black Lives Matter Plaza. Black Lives Matter Plaza that's pro-LGBTQIA by Marxists, commies. Anyways, I just wanted to tell you guys about that. Did I finish talking about this Sky Jathani thing? It's so phony. Oh my gosh, and he acted like this guy, Sky Jathani, who was just in that podcast segment that I played for you. He talked about how other presidents used the Bible more substantively than President Trump did because he held up a Bible. And the, there was a woman who's also a co-host on that podcast, and she's all upside down because <laughs> Trump was holding a Bible upside down. And by the way, you don't know if it's his Bible or not. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Maybe they figured out whose it was. It's irrelevant And because he's showing respect to Christianity when all these people hate Christianity, including the people from that church, the so-called clergy from that church. It's a St. John's Episcopal Church. Episcopalians are uh, a bunch of liberals. They're not Christians. They're, um, what do they call that, cultural Marxists? They don't believe in God. They believe in social justice. That's not justice. Take down MLK, he was a bad man, says Tim. I don't think we should take any... I don't even think we should take MLK down just because, like, he uh, surrendered to the Democrats, right? He, he 
started kissing up to the Democrats because the Democrats started kissing up to the blacks. I think that we should keep it up and then, uh, and then, um, get to the truth, right? But it's so ridiculous. These other presidents, Bill Clinton, um, the Bushes, I don't know about Reagan, but, um, oh my gosh, Jimmy Carter, he's, he's like plainly, uh, a Christian, but he's a Democrat. Ridiculous. And by the way, blacks vote Democrat? Like, at a rate of 90-something percent? 98 percent if it's the black women voting f- against Judge Roy Moore. The good Judge Roy Moore. Um, down in Alabama, 2017. For the Democrat, uh, Doug Jones or whatever his name was. By the way, um, speaking of this misplaced anger, I forgot to mention a point... I think I forgot to mention this point yesterday from that other woman that I was talking about. I didn't play any of her clip, but she has this small YouTube channel, like 58 subscribers. And I watched this whole 17 minute video of her saying, we have blood on our hands. The white Christians need to say that black lives matter and we need to listen. She quoted this guy from this guy named Bob Jones, right? And Bob Jones, I guess is his... He's the namesake of this university, Bob Jones University, Christian, right? Used to be Christian anyway. Well, up until, you know, 2007 or something like that, 2008, I heard, they um, had out, they had banned interracial dating. Did you know that? But anyways, that's a side note. Um, it was like a long tradition of, of not supporting that. Um, he said that the people should be thankful that, you know, the former slaves or the people who um, are the descendants of slaves should be grateful for slavery. Grateful that they came here and became Christians as opposed to being stuck in the jungles of Africa unconverted. (laughs) He said something along those lines, right? And you should be grateful wherever you are, right? In the book of James, it says, consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, endurance. Well, the people today aren't even suffering anything. They're just suffering from their own mental, spiritual hell that they, that's inside of them. That started in the homes, right? But they're pretending that, oh, it's because of slavery and the whites, oh, we live in white supremacy, and whites are, are making everybody miserable. No. It's you. <laughs> you should be grateful. And you should be grateful that they suffered that you might have this great life. Well, it's not a great life if you're a miserable person, but physically, that life, this life, you never had it so good, blacks, right? And the, you know, the commies, you never had it so good as here. So, it's like this, it's like what a husband says to a wife, you've never had it so good. <laughs> uh, that's, what they, that's what the whites should be saying it to these people. But instead they're saying, no, we need to listen. <laughs> Please. So, I just want, I had, to, I had to share that with you. To me it was so ridiculous. One, seeing them like 
act like they know what's in Trump's heart when Trump is a genuine guy and these guys are like hoity-toity, self-righteous phonies. Uh, and then it was absolutely ridiculous to hear them this guy talk about oh, George Floyd's Bible, that's the choice of America's Christians versus Donald Trump's Bible. Acting like the blacks, the black Americans are actually serious, good Christians. No, they're not. And the whites are no, um, the, not, the whites are no perfect Christians either, otherwise we wouldn't have allowed, allowed this to get so out of hand. True. Um, let me get to some callers, but first, hang tight, guys and gals. 888-775-3773. Groiper Bear gave a diamond and said, What's worse, proud atheist or false Christian? I don't know. It depends on their actions, I guess, you know? Because, uh, both of them can repent, you know? Maybe it's the false Christian that's worse, though. Because the Christians are supposed to know more, and since they know, we know more, we're held to a higher standard. So, I don't know. It's a good question. Noah's Arkansas gave a diamond and said, It's hard on George, Georgia, Florida, Christian in America. <laughs> that's a reference to... Um, Earl out of Michigan, my second favorite caller, who referenced George Floyd and he called him Georgia, Florida. Dark Side of the Bear, what? Hosting my show, thank you, Dark Side. Asmador gave a ninjagini and said, MLK was a trained commie from the beginning, just like the BLM founders. Wow. I did not know that. Interesting. Look, at, look into it if you're interested. Um, he definitely acted a little bit more like Christian, like a Christian, though, <laughs> at least pretended to. Um, at least in his words. Honda Bear gave a diamond. Never trust dem Kangs. Referencing the, the blacks. Yeah, just because somebody says, oh, the Bible's the word of God, and I take it seriously, and I read it. First of all, people lie on these surveys. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I read the Bible. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't smoke pot. That's why I don't trust these surveys that say, oh, Hispet I mean, uh, blacks and whites do drugs at the same rate. Maybe it's true. Whites do it indoors, blacks do it outdoors and commit crimes while they're doing it. And whites, you know, I don't know, they just have a better reputation at this, at this time. Because they have a better history. And based on uh, criminality, right? But um, I'm like wondering... Are the blacks lying that they, oh, I don't do drugs, when they answer these surveys, when they really do? And then the whites are like, oh, it's cool to do drugs, I'm doing drugs. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, whites do tend to be a little bit more honest and fair-minded, it seems like to me. In my experience. Dark Side of the Bear What says, congrats, Hake on 1K, did you apply for partner yet? Verified partner on uh, DLive. No, I have not, I didn't. I gotta do that. I forgot about that. Based AF for America First says, I think, right? All God made is good and intended for our benefit. What is that referring to? Pot? <laughs> That's what a lot of the pot smokers say. Brandon M gave a diamond and said, Sub name offends me. I can't grow hair. Follicleist, <laughs> says Brandon M. Yeah, because it says number one hair. 
Yeah, I had hey. Hey, as in hey guys. Hey Brandon M. Hey Dark Side of the Bear What? But they changed it to number one hair. It wasn't me. I'm not in control of my channel. Dark Side of the Bear What gave a diamond and said, Blats into crack and PCP whites do designer drugs. Yeah, the another thing from this Phil Vischer guy. He talked about how they had um, different uh, policies, basically, or different practices when it came to crack cocaine versus powder cocaine. And blacks were into crack. And why would that be? He didn't get into it. But I would wonder if it's because black crime is more out of, violent crime is more out of control. That's why I would wonder, right? It's not just the drugs, it is the violent crime. Jib Jab says, wait for it. Blazing Hog says, Floyd crushed them oxidon, oxycodine pills on his Bible. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. That's what Blazing Hog says. Jimmy Morgan says, thank you, James Hake, for showing all of the croxa of Huey. Of Huey. Huey is like ridiculous stuff. B baloney, right? <laughs> Bogus speech. Exposing the lies and speaking the truth. Thank you, Jimmy Morgan. Nature Boy Alfrey says, Great show, Hake. Thanks for speaking the truth. Hot Computer Smell gave a diamond. Appreciate it. Tabor J. Eaton. I think I'm pronouncing it right. Bill O'Reilly's book, Killing England, humanizes the Founding Fathers. It lists the reasons why these brave men should have memorials. Nice. Yeah, those, that, that type of thing is the reason why I really respect um, Bill O'Reilly. Tries to be fair-minded. Sometimes to a fault, right? Sometimes he's too quote-unquote fair. Maybe that's that white weakness, I don't know. But he's... Um, don't turn away from him completely, you know? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, hate Cultivator says, Will NASCAR get a whole... Oh, no. A White Lives Matter car? Yeah, that was interesting. Um, Colin Flaherty did a... <laughs> stopped the freeway. <laughs> he stopped the freeway, Colin Flaherty did? Um, he was just in the middle, the center divider. In between uh, the two sides. It looked like he stopped the freeway, though. <laughs> he wasn't there, but it looked like they stopped. Anyways, that's interesting. But, uh, yeah, whites are disproportionately dying from suicide. You know, it's their own fault, right? Or it's the parents' fault, but it's their own fault. Um, dying from the opioid stuff like crazy. Their own fault. The parents' fault. And uh, also, you know... But nobody loves the whites. Nobody loves the blacks, honestly, either. It's just kissing up is not love. And, the, you know, you, you talk about, you know, advocating for your race. All these people that are advocating for their race are the worst enemies of their own race and America. Haven't you noticed? Well, I'm just talking mostly about the blacks who are advocating for theirs, the ADL advocating for theirs, putting a bad name on those Jews. By being freaking out about, you know, slandering whites, basically, right? So, uh, don't get into that too much, but yeah, white lives do matter. 
and blacks dispropor disproportionately kill whites as opposed to whites killing blacks. Anyways, I gotta get to some calls. Richard out of North Carolina. Richard, thanks for holding, man. What's up? Hey, I gotta tell you something, man. You know what? North Carolina is 47. It's gonna be 48 in opening up gyms. Can you <laughs> believe that? North Carolina. That is ridiculous. Isn't that pretty sick? Yeah. And you know what else I just learned? I don't know if you ever heard of the Outer Banks before in North Carolina. It's the resort beach area. Okay. You is know, that where Myrtle Beach is? Is Myrtle Beach in North Carolina? No, 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 no. That's South Carolina. We're, okay. we're, we're on the we're the northern we're the northern uh, version of that. The North Geography. Carolina version of that. <laughs> okay. Any, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just learned that BLM is going to have a protest there in a small high county, full of rednecks area. Yeah. You know, basically, and and they have no idea. They think they're so. They think, oh, they gotten, You know, these people are so racist. And they don't understand. They have their own language. They have a mixture of five, four or five different European cultures there. Yeah. And they've all and they learn their own language. Yeah. You want to talk about mixing mixing pot? That's that's that area. And they're so ignorant. And they're going to bring that crap there. And you know why they won't bring it to the main island? Because they know the rednecks will get together on there with their Confederate flags and start taking pot shots at them. Wow. What a mess. They only know Ocracoke will accept it because they, they don't, they, they're they more accepting than the main part of the Hyde, of Hyde the main island where Hyde is at. Yeah. Where most of Hyde is. But I'm going to tell you something, uh, and I think this needs to be known. Roy Cooper, he needs to get voted out in North Carolina. If you can, if you can That's do the a governor, story right? on him or some, Yeah, you need to see how hypocritical that piece of dirt is. He marched out with the protesters, without a mask on, encouraged the protesters. Yeah. Now we're going to have, now we're having, now the, Dr. Manny, Manny Cohen, who's the uh, the health director, is saying, we're going to test where we know it's positive. Right. That, that, that you're padding your numbers. Right. You know that? Now, now they're going to use that. They're going to use three counties, Wake, Durham, and another one. I think it's Randolph. And Durham's had mandatory masks for two, one and a half months, and they're still number three. They're ignoring the elephant in the room, and they're going to try to mask us. They're going to try. It's just, it's just, it's ridiculous. And I wish Trump would send some, you know, FBI agents or somebody down, U.S. attorneys down here, and and get rid of Roy Cooper. I would fully support him marching down the National Guard, and 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 and, and putting him under restriction. Wow, you know that that bad, huh? It is. Well, when we're now we even have gyms. I can't even work out. I got abdominal surgery, and I can't even work out my. My abdominals are tight because of the surgery, and when I was gonna, when I was able to bear weight, that's when he shut everything down. He's not reopening, yeah. so I'm suffering from this. And I'm sorry, it just it just irritates me. Yeah, it's it's really evil. Are you able to do anything at home? Well, I mean, I can try to do some things, but it's not. I need I need one of those uh, medicine, one of those yoga balls. Oh, okay, you know, you pump up, and I need to I need to I need to, I need stuff that's in my gym that I'm paying rent for. That right, I can't even use. They're not give, they're not suspending the um, the uh, membership fees because over here they were suspending the fees like you didn't have to pay. Well, no, it, it's part of it's part of my enemies. Right? What I need to do if, oh, it, I see. if he doesn't move on to phase three, which I don't think he is, he's going to use this as an excuse. I'm gonna. I want to. I really want to ask my uh, my renters to reduce my rent by a certain percentage. You know, they're you know so they these people are so malicious. They will make the people suffer. In order to to uh, oh, get their way. promote, yeah, get their way. They do that all no, the no, time. Gonna... They, you know, my dad has pointed this out too. Like they always talk about, oh, this is for the kids, right? 
as if I had an argument yesterday about that <laughs> with someone. I was walking by you know, a child's playground where I usually walk, right? And he had the, they had it wrapped with the stupid thing. And I I told the woman, "Aren't you tired of this?" And they said, "Well, the kids are dying from this." <laughs> one kid died in North right. Carolina. They didn't do it for SARS, which was rampaging through kids. You know wow, that? I didn't know killing that. them. Yeah. And, and I wanted to take a knife and I wanted to open, I wanted to cut that thing open and tell the kid, spray it down with some Clorox and say, kids, go have fun. You know that? Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, they they, they, what they my reference to the, the kid was, the kid's thing was the different things that they push for so-called education and whatever, all that stuff. Here in California, they have this major issue with um, what's called pensions. These pensions, these, well, know. you know, the government, government employees it, right? are way overpaid, right? And yeah, then they, you know, even your pensions, if, you, if they had to, if they had to cash in, it would, it, it would cause you to be in the, in the red in no time flat. Yeah, it's you crazy. Mean, you, you are in the red already, but it's, it, would, it would really, it would, it would, it would crash your economy. If they would try to, people know, are, people are so corrupt. Pensions. Yeah, the, the people are so corrupt. It's a shame. Now, I want to ask you one thing. In, in California, don't they even have gyms open in California right now? Or at least bars? Yeah, yeah, we just opened up this past Friday or so, or maybe a little bit before that. Can you, hey, can you do something for me? But can you please do a, do a, do a sting story on Roy Cooper? <laughs> you know, talk about him in the next couple of days, especially, especially if he doesn't open up. Keep an eye on him, see if he opens us up. If he doesn't, can you do a hit? Piece on him. I appreciate the request and the tip. I will look okay. into it. I heard about what they're doing over in Charleston, taking. I think it's Charleston, North Carolina, right, where they're taking down. No, that's John South C. Carolina. Oh, that's that's South Carolina. South Carolina is where I'm going to move. They don't stop this crap. So South Carolina's got a lot of conservatives. Okay. So what a mess. They've opened up. But All right. It's, it's, it's Charlotte is where you're probably talking about. No, Charlotte I'm talking is, about is, Charleston. Is in Charleston, they're taking down John C. Calhoun. They voted unanimously. Oh, I'm not surprised at all. But, but, but what happened is, is, is they got a whole bunch of uh, Northeasterners in there, a bunch of you know leftist hacks. I tried to and look so into who they are. I see like a few blacks. I see a couple of women, but I see a bunch of what look like white I, men. I do want to make one. I do want to make one point in South Carolina. Remember when Nikki Haley took down the flag in the on the Capitol? Yeah, that was evil. Do you know the who Confederate was marching out front? They had a routine guy, a black person, dressed in a Confederate uh, a uniform with a Confederate flag, walking back and forth. Yeah. He would always there'd be a guy, a black guy, always out there. And, and I just love this. When they say Confederate flag means racism. Well, why is there a black guy in full Confederate uniform walking with a Confederate flag out? Yeah. Like protesting the taking down the up And it's such flag. a scapegoat. It's, it's, a, it's such a beside-the-issue thing. It's not the issue. This uh, no. Dylan Roof killing Dylan Roof killing uh, those blacks in the thing in uh, that church. This is why they took down the flag, right? This this was an overreaction. Well, to, well, that, to, that that didn't that didn't help. And then, and the, then and no, then, but I'm, but my point is this not this is not that was not the issue. Dylan Roof did that because he wanted a race war because he saw that the uh, there was a crazy attack on whites and. What did they do? They increased the attack on whites. So they're not, they're yeah. just, well, well, they're Bill victimizing. Didn't they find out he had a mental illness or something? I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But he was angry at seeing the crazy black on white crime and seeing the, but meanwhile, he was told that the whites were the racists 
And then he looks at the facts. Doesn't facts don't bear it out? So, yeah. anyways, I appreciate yeah, it, Richard. Okay. Take care. Sure, sure. All right. Take care, bye. So, oh, uh, let me get to Billy in Texas. Billy, thanks for holding. What's up? Hey. Billy. Hello. Yeah. Hey. Hello. Oh, this is that Billy again. The crazy one. That Billy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I had a question about your California T-shirt I seen you wearing yesterday. The green one. It's not California. It's California. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, what does that shirt stand for? It stands for California. It stands for California. Yeah. You're that uh, one who is who thinks that by wearing a Confederate battle flag on my shirt that I'm uh, a shill and trying to make people Democrats. Well, and then you, you and then that. you claimed that I would go crazy if you were to wear a swastika. No, I wouldn't. Okay. Maybe you wouldn't. Now now but are you gonna apologize? If, no. Yeah, you better apologize. Or what? You'll hang up on me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to count to three. You better it's apologize. Your it's your show. One, count to three. <laughs> two. How old are you? Three. Uh, that's more. I didn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, how old are you? <laughs> I didn't tell you. <laughs> what's, your, what's so funny? Anyway, what if you wore a rainbow shirt and tried to explain to a bunch of homosexuals that it's not about being gay, it's about God's promise not to flood the earth? I don't know. What if? I wouldn't do that. If you want to do that, go for it. Well, you're doing the same thing, you know, with the rebel flag. You've got a Klansman out there flying it, and you're saying that it, it stands for the South. Just because Klans... Hold on, Billy. Just because Klansmen fly it, too, doesn't mean that that's what it's about. Well, just because homosexuals wear rainbows on their T-shirt, go go for it then. So go for it, Billy. You should wear a rainbow and go to San Francisco. No, why don't you do that? Or why don't you wear a rebel flag to the south side of Chicago and try to explain to them that it's not racist? Because I'm not stupid, Billy. <laughs> there you why go. You, okay, well, because <laughs> Billy, Billy, there you, are no, there are. Hold on, hold on, Billy. On be quiet, Billy. I put, you, I put Billy on hold. There are blacks and whites and many people promoting the uh, Confederate battle flag, including Kid Rock, including... There's blacks who, who promote it. And, by the way, this is America. I can do what I want, and it stands for way more than the stupid stuff that you pretend it is. Oh, shoot. Oh, he hung up. Billy's a coward again. He hung up. What a sleaze. Why does he even watch my show? I don't know. People are goofy. Um, Asmodore gave a ninjagini and says, Bill O'Reilly emphatically said there's no such thing as white culture. You know, these intellectuals. They'll say that stuff. Uh, probably because he's like, wants to be specific. Oh, you mean Scottish culture, America? I don't know. It's ridiculous. Whatever. Uh, Asmodor said, uh, Klansmen flew the U.S. flag too. Billy? <laughs> what a cuck. I can't believe a guy from Texas with that accent, and as old as he sounds, falling for this dumb hatred for America, for white people, for the South, thinking that it's about Klansmen and Democrats only? That's dumb. What a shame. Where is the sense of unity... 
you know, you can think what you want about Abraham Lincoln. Some people think he was um, a good man. No man is good, right? And then some people think that he was evil and oppressive and whatever. But what he, what he and the and the Civil War fought, it was fought on their side to keep the country united. They didn't want the the country to secede. That was why he, right? Wasn't that why? They also wanted to, I guess they also wanted to free the slaves, right? Something. Somebody did. It was a big political issue at that point, right? And even if the South had won, you don't know whether they still, slaves would still be slaves today. But dummies like Joe from Phoenix still think, oh, I would be chattel. I would not even be human, according to, you know, the, all that people. And those people weren't, never said that they were not human. Too many Texans brainwashed by rhinos, says Asmador. Interesting. Yeah. Talk about betraying, but my point is, you should be wanting to unite with Americans. And if you, um, and the people of the South, you know, the Confederate battle flag, the Dukes of Hazard, and all that stuff, there's a whole lot of people who love the Confederate battle flag, whose ancestors served, right? And they, uh, they love the Confederate battle flag, or whatever this thing is, right? And it's a nice flag. It's beautiful. It represents the South, Southern heritage, America, and um, an interesting history. And to throw out, to throw away the South, call them trash and racist and evil, you're dividing the country. You're smearing and scapegoating the whites who have nothing to do with the so-called sufferings of blacks. And that's what you're kissing up to by doing that. What a sucker. And he, by the way, Billy would be justifying, sounds like he's justifying, black violent crime against whites who uh, show southern pride. If I were to wear this battle flag over in the south side of Chicago, I don't know what would happen. Maybe they would be fine with me. Who knows? So it's in part, it's about how you present yourself in the spirit. Anyways, um, I wanted to tell you briefly before I get back to calls, there's this young Republican who beat out a guy, a woman, that Trump had promoted for, um, for, uh, the Republican nominee for, um, to be in Congress, I think, is what it was. North Carolina primary. I should have asked that, uh, guy about 24-year-old real estate investment CEO. Madison Cawthorn, and he has his, I didn't notice, because he's carrying this big gun and has a big dog, and looks like a strapping young lad, right? 24 years old. But his uh, legs are all shriveled up, because he had a 2014, six years ago or so, car accident that left him paralyzed from the abdomen down. Crazy, huh? It's brutal. But he's a real, a real estate investment CEO. I don't know how he pulled that off. Some young people are just talented and driven, I guess. So right on for that. I don't know what, what kind of politics he has. He claims to be a Trump supporter. But the president cut a robocall for his opponent, who is a 62-year-old person who was promoted by the, the House Freedom Caucus. And I no longer am a fan of the Freedom Caucus because the Freedom Caucus... I don't know that they're actually for what's right. 
you know, they've been a Freedom Caucus for years. And uh, what have they gotten done? I don't know. Maybe I'm not being charitable enough. Maybe they are doing good, but, you know, the people in the Freedom Caucus are people like Mark Meadows, who's no longer in office. He was working for Trump. Seemed, I don't know if he was effective. Um, Ted Cruz endorsed the other woman. I don't think she, I don't think Senator Ted Cruz from Texas, another rhino, huh? Or brainwashed by rhinos, endorsed the other girl. He was from the House Freedom Caucus, right? These are like the conservatives, the constitutionalists. But Ted Cruz has not been really totally effective, right? He ended up being, um, looking like a rhino and a phony compared to Trump when he was standing next to him in the first, uh, Republican debate four year, five years ago, whatever it was. So, I don't know, maybe this guy will be good. We'll see. This guy, Madison Cawthorn, but he didn't get elected yet. He's just won the primary, Republican primary. He's going to go up against this guy named Mo Davis, a former military prosecutor and other nominees. So it's a Republican-leaning district, though. Just kind of interesting. You know how Jesse Lee Peterson wants young people to be running for office, young conservative people? Maybe he's uh, a good guy. I don't know. If anybody has looked into him, let me know. So anyways, let me get to Tony in Arizona. Tony, what's up? Hey, can you hear me? First time caller? Yep. Can you hear me? Oh, you're talking about white supremacy? No. <laughs> no, I'm not well, talking about white supremacy. Oh, no, you're not? Mm-mm. Did you want to talk about white supremacy? No. No, no. <laughs> oh. You wanted to talk about white supremacy? Yeah, I just want to let you know who they are. All right. Yeah. They are people that are in power, not the people at the bottom end, as the media portrays. All right. But there's no such thing as white supremacy. Okay, how about... You know, all these people that are called white supremacists, I was thinking about this. Yeah. Do any of you guys that are called white supremacy supremacists actually think of yourselves as white supremacists? I don't know. I don't know anybody who thinks. I mean, yes, in the sense that angry people think they're superior, right? And that's very that's very common. But I think that they're calling people that are who are white nationalists and white separatists white supremacists to make it sound worse when they may not always be thinking that way. But I listen, I listen it's ridiculous. to a lot of black talk shows. First mistake. <laughs> and they, they call they every other word is white supremacist, white racism. Yeah. I mean, they have that that phrase down right. to the point where it's they say it every other sentence. Opening the treasure chest. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking about okay, so we'll change it from You know, they're so they're so preoccupied with whites, it's funny. You know, I talk a lot about blacks because they're just making mess right now, right? And they're being ex- used to make mess. But um they talk endlessly about racism this and racism that and then they accuse whites of being obsessed with them when they're obsessed with racism stuff. That's why I actually like some of these like Tyler Perry movies even though he is into his blackness. Like, it's kind of refreshing to see yeah, I don't know Black's just, is. Tyler Perry's just this guy who 
writes a bunch of shows for Oprah, right? Oprah's channel. But it just happens to be blacks just living their lives being black. <laughs> and it's just kind of refreshing because it's not about this phony racism drama. And so it's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> So Low I, standards, I, should, I guess. I should change racism and supremacy into power positions? I don't know. You, it's irrelevant. You shouldn't even bother with it. Have you, hey, James, have you uh, heard of the protocols? The protocols of Zion or something like that? I've heard that phrase before. Yeah, it's called Tony, the do you take do you take drugs or something? The protocols of elders. Of Zion? Yeah, I've heard of, I've heard of it. Okay. Are you on any like? Have you have you? Do you uh, take pot? Have you heard? You've heard of it. Have you read it or listened? No, to it? <laughs> I'm not interested in that stuff. You're not interested. Uh uh-uh. uh How about economics of world world domination? I, I only know the basics about economics. Okay, so if you want yeah. to learn about world domination. Starting like doesn't he sound like he's on drugs? Christ died. Are you? Do you take drugs, Tony? Do you take drugs? Listen to me. Do you take drugs this morning? James, 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 listen to me. Answer my question. James, listen to me. I'm gonna get to the next call. Elders of Zion. Okay. Thanks for the tip. Needs to read it and listen to it. All right. Appreciate that. Thanks, man. Okay. Have a good one, man. But answer my question next time. If you take drugs, do you take drugs? Hey, James. Do you? <laughs> hey, what, what were we just talking about? We were talking about... What What? What, what, what are we going to listen to? Dude, what, what I'm not, you you're not my boss. To? Answer what my question. What are you going to listen to? I got to go. <laughs> Adonis. Am I pronouncing your name right? Adonis? Uh, no, Adonis? It's Adonis. Adonis from North Carolina. Yeah. I may yeah. look into that stuff. I just, you know, when people act like that. How, how, how you doing? How you I'm doing, doing fine. What's up? Uh, uh, so, well, that, that just threw me a little bit off track. I was going to um, respond to... You're sounding kind of unclear. Are you on a speakerphone or Bluetooth or headset or something? Come close to your phone. No, no, no. Be my, on regular no, phone. I have my phone, yes. Yeah, the speakers on my phone are all messed up. I have an old iPhone. Okay. Just listen closely, so, guys. All right. Um, I was, uh, was going to... Speak up loudly. Shout, please. And, <laughs> and he, was, he was saying that... um. Black Lives Matter is going to have a rally out here somewhere. And I've been trying to tell, especially millennials, other people um, my age, that Black Lives Matter is a Marxist, a.k.a. communist, a.k.a. Satan organization. And it's it's a straight terrorist organization. Their only interest is to destroy America and to destroy the fabric of everything that we are. You know, and and now I think a lot of the issues that we're having with young people is that there's this quote-unquote uh, uh, consciousness, right? Or the conscious community, or the woke community. Right. Um, all these so-and-so awakened people. They're exactly who, not uh, awake, yeah. Right, they're the exact opposite. If you're woke, you're still sleeping, everyone. Just remember that, please, okay? Yeah. Um, they're, they're so readily like, guided to, to buy into the lie and to, and to follow along with Satan because they haven't found the truth within, and they're not even, they're not concerned with it. Yeah. You know, there's so much... Like, we have a lot of scientists and a lot of um, intellectuals. And, like, I, I love you and I love your show because as far as, as far as like, the white millennials go, they've, they've pushed themselves into the, the science realm. Yeah, like they need to... 
tell them the truth. <laughs> yeah, wall, they, they you, know? you know, that's why we need people who are who are like a living light because if you're not then then you're just going to argue a bunch of intellectual stuff because you can intellectually right. agree with the truth, right? Factual information and right. and and repeat every word that Jesse says say. Say you yeah. like learn yeah. what Jesse, Jesse's message and you repeat it back at people. If you're not actually living it, they're they're going to see right through you. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll know. They'll yep. know it's not true. <laughs> yeah. The truth finds the truth and it seeks the truth and it just it goes in a, a constant upward direction, you know. And as far as the the last caller, like what I've noticed amongst a lot of young people, and and, and I I got to say first, I listen. Blacks blacks need you, Hank. The, the young blacks. Need you. They a lot of them like a lot of them really like me. Anyways, I I'm, Adon I'm, Adonis, I'm, right? Adonis. Adonis. Sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta wrap it up. I appreciate you, man. Great call. No worries. I appreciate you. All I'll right. I'll call you again. All right. Take All right, care. You too. As Medora says, I am not a white supremacist. He's not. Okay. So they're they're accusing these people of being something that they don't even claim to be. And he's quite open about what he believes, uh, Asmodor, and many of these guys. But no, they have to make it out to be something worse than what it actually is. Crazy. Um, let me just double check. The uh, Catherine Payne gave a, successfully gave a super chat. Thank you, Catherine. Appreciate you. Adam Clark says, wonderful show today, buddy. Thank you. Danny says, people see Trump as their savior. Shameful. Yeah, we should not do that. Like Jesse Lee Peterson says, keep a distance, right? Danny says, so are there black leaders, black supremacists? I mean, sometimes they act like they think that they're better. It's crazy. Rick from Hampton and the rest of you callers, I'm sorry I can't get to you, but thehakereport.com for my stuff, jessileepeterson.com for Jesse's stuff, thegiftedofdance.com for Nick, uh, not Nick's, <laughs> Joel's stuff. And by the way, it is Wednesday. Before White Wednesday on Asmodor's channel, check out uh, Bond Sunday Service Reprise from 2009. It is going to be fun, and hopefully I am able to put it up for uh, 5 p.m. Pacific today. And so look out for that on Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. Thanks, guys. Take care.